Hey there, Patriots. Look who I have with me today. This is my new bestie. <laughs> this is Baby Trump. <laughs> His name is uh, Chris. Or you call it go by Christopher or Chris? Chris. Chris Eriks. Eriks. Eric sounds like a, you like you crashed. Like Eric. Eric. It's it's a weird spelling though. Spell it for everybody because it's it weird. It is. And there we know the meaning behind it, which we'll talk yes. about. E-R-Y-X. Yeah. He's got such an amazing story to tell. So I want you guys to meet him. And I want to I want to meet uh his people, and it's just gonna be a great time. So go for it, Chris. And All right, so most people know me as baby Trump. How they know me as baby Trump is uh, June 6th. I was at the ellipse and I'm going to show them the Trump. video. I'm going to yeah, show them the video. Yep. We were sitting there it was freezing cold and I decided there I am. Yeah. Decided not to wear a jacket because that was a good choice. Right. It was freezing in DC. Right. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get everybody motivated. We're going to dance. I'm going to use my God-given gift. And next thing I know, I've got everybody up dancing and right side broadcasting news and Fox News and OAN and all them had me live. This is live, as you can see it, right. on TV. On That's TV. Awesome. <laughs> and I had no idea what's going on, obviously. And right? then later on, people say, uh, did you know you were on this live broadcast? Yeah. And I was like, what? And look, this is Mike Lindell. So they put Mike Lindell to the left and they put me on the center for his advertisement. You're welcome, Mike, right? Exactly, exactly. That's awesome. And so you've got this whole group of people here. You're leading the 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 dance. Leading the charge, three and a half oh minutes gosh. long. Three and a half minutes. And then this woman comes up to me. This is the best part. So after this happens, three and a half minutes, I'm standing there and this woman comes up and I'm like, I'm like the fourth row in the VIP. I was behind uh, David Harris Jr. and Alex Jones. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay. And this real pretty woman comes up to me. She's like, would you do that dance for me? Okay. I mean, a pretty woman walks up to a guy <laughs> like me. I'm like, would you do that dance? Like, oh, absolutely. Like, Melissa, I didn't like question like what dance, what are you talking about? Because she saw it live. And so she brings me in the back area and Gloria comes on. And I start dancing to Gloria for her, <laughs> the special private dance. And she taps me on the shoulder and says to me, you're going to go viral. True story. Right. I sit down. I don't know what happens. My phone is just explosive. I think at that time I had 300 subscribers. So all 300 people were trying to get a hold of me, right? And people that are like my family, like, oh, my gosh, we see you on the news, la, la, la. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So here's the best part. So then what rights I brought. So that's not how I got the name, right? That's how it started. Right Side Broadcasting News took that video and put it on Trump's Facebook page. If you look at Trump's Facebook page, it is the last post. Okay, he but ever it, that, had. that page has been banned, right? It's not. Is no, it you can look it up right now. It's oh. still on there. Okay. So there are people still going. He can't 
put anything on it and post. Gotcha. But people have got, I think it's got 12 million views. You got it. It went viral in 24 hours, over 40 million views. It's well over 100 million views now. Um, It's just insane that people keep going to that page. Well, when they doxed him and they burned him on Facebook, they bought, they burnt me. So now what? Clay Clark, yeah, so Clay Clark calls me because I met him literally sitting right in front of me at the VIP. Is it Donald J. Me, Trump? What is it? What's the name of it? Donald you know? J. It, it's Donald J. Trump. Okay, so somehow it's I the got, only one, only one put, he has. It's so weird. It's putting a period in there. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's the only one he has on Facebook. And so anyway, I get this call from Clay and he's like, look, I don't know. I know it's short time. You know, you don't have that much time. I want you to come to Tulsa. I'm like, oh, you want me to speak? He's like, well, I got the speakers. He's like, I really don't know what I want you to do, Chris. All I know is you you're an incredibly human being. And I want to show the world who Chris Eriks is. Oh, wow. And I thought, wow, that was incredible. Yeah. So this I, was I went this out was the there. Lord. This was the Lord propelling this is you. Lord. Yeah. Because right, and people who are who are really giving the positive message about what God is doing in this day, and that's Amen. why I'm so glad that God connected you and me because I'm all about positivity. People will say all the time, like, I go on these other channels and I watch what they're saying and I get all freaked out, and then I'm like, I'm going to Melly. <laughs> I'm gonna go see yeah, what you, Melly. You has come, to say. you come to Melly. You come to flex the truth. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you the truth, but. I'm not going to fear monger, which we'll get into a minute. So I walked into Clay Clark, right? The day before the event, still don't know what I'm doing. And I get in and his people, his employees, right? Are all standing there like, oh, there's baby Trump. And I turn, I'm like, where, where is he? (laughs) And they're like, you. So they nicknamed me baby Trump. How did the name get there? Is that, that's what they put on Facebook with it? You were baby Trump. No. So what happened is, I guess Clay Clark's bit when they saw everything and they and Clay was introduced, they gave me this nickname, Baby Trump. And okay. it just has just got since Tulsa, because before that, I really didn't have that nickname, okay. unbeknownst to me. But when I was at Tulsa, they nicknamed me Baby Trump. And now it's gone incredible. Um, and now when you talk about um, positive and, and got working. So I didn't know what I was doing. And Clay's like, okay, I want you to be in charge of the speakers with Greg and CJ, who are my good friends, even to this day, and where we would help them get to the stage, get off and get them the media. Awesome. Getting people together. Right. And I'm protective. So I would protect the speakers, make sure nobody would drag them off stage. You know, I remember this time Patrick Byrne was kneeling over and somebody grabbed them like, no, no, you know what I mean? Um, but Clay brought me up on stage in the morning, introduced me to everybody. I danced and and kicked it off. And then about one 30, he called me again to come back out. And this was very special when he called me to come back out. I was throwing out, you know, uh, flex of t-shirts, flex of true t-shirts. Um, and I said, Clay cut the music. And he said, what? I said, cut the music. And I went over and I grabbed the microphone and he's like, what? And I started talking and I said, listen, I said, how many people are sick and tired of being sick and tired? How many people are, are disgusted about being lied to, right? Everybody raised their hand. I said, they even taught us 
have a hug the wrong way. And that. everybody laughed. They were laughing. And they, and I was literally getting a download right. from God. Right. And right. I, literally on stage, I had never planned this. And so I was like, okay, I'm like, now turn to your right or turn to your left and hug one another. And they hugged and I was sitting there and I was waiting. I was like, oh, everybody's laughing. I was like, okay, now stop. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. And they looked at me like, what are you talking about? And I said, your heart is in the middle of your chest, but it's a little to the left. And when you hug somebody, your heart is now on the outside of their body. And your heart is on the outside. So they're never connected. They're like this. And the enemy wanted it like that. Why? I just got off podcast speaking about frequency with Robin Red. Our bodies are made of water and frequency and no heart. You don't believe me? Okay. I'm not the smartest person. But when you have, when, when you're, um, what do you call it? When you're unconscious, right? They rub those paddles together, right? And they hit you in the heart. What are you getting hit with? Frequency. Right. Electro, right? right? To right. shock your body, right? Right. To get that heart pumping, right? Right. Why, why would you not, when you hug somebody, connect your heart with them, Amen. hold it for about 20, 30 seconds? And, and now it's awkward because when you go in, because you're, you're not going in like this. When you actually, and it's an attempt, you really want to hug that person. Because if we're, oh, how you doing? Like, ah, like, you know what I mean? It's like fake. How many, how many times do you fake hug? Oh, I got to hug this aunt, whatever, Aunt Joanne, right? Oh, right. God, she smells goony goo goo, right? But now if you go and you, and you make an attempt where you turn your body and now hold them this way, right. their head. Heart to heart. Heart to heart, which is on my shirts, which I trademark. But here's, you know what happens, Melissa? The head automatically tilts to the shoulder. So if you do it, the person's head will go on the shoulder and you go on there. When does that ever happen? When you're a baby. Mm. When you're a baby, babies love, put a baby near your heart, see what happens. That's right. That's right? right. You're a woman, you know, put, right. put, put right. a baby's head on your shoulder right. and see what happens. Right. And so when that person's head is on your shoulder, I usually whisper to them, I love you, right. but Jesus Christ loves you even more. Amen. I say that every time. And now it's so crazy that people just running up wherever I'm at, like, Baby Trump, I know how to hug the right way. It's, That's awesome. It literally to to teach people how to love one another the Amen. right way. That's how it starts. Amen. And and I just was telling Pastor Lock, he got a kick out of this. When I'm at the event, when you're at Reckoning Fest, and you see me, if you're a woman, don't be upset if I don't pick you, because women get very upset to it. You never pick a woman. You never pick a woman. Why is it? You know why? I pick a man on purpose because I want him 
to show his vulnerability. I want him to know it's okay to hug another man. It's okay to show love to another man. I was in Arizona for Tim Foley's fundraiser and I did that. There were two platforms and it was two burly, you know, biker dudes, you know, cowboys, you know, chewing tobacco, spitting, laughing when I was telling them about the hugging. So I said, hey guys, in the middle right here, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Don't you don't have to hug. No, 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 no. See, this 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 isn't for you. This is for real men. Don't worry. You, you, you don't have to. You don't have to hug. It's only for real men. It, it's okay. It's all right. Before I got done that sentence, they turned around both of them and hung. <laughs> right? They turned around both and hung. Yeah. I was like, don't worry, go hug. Like, well, you know, you laugh. I don't know if I told you this on the call, but the other day, you guys, when we got on the call, we were like immediately friends and we're like, we were all, I don't even know how long we were on the phone, but okay. So did I tell you anything about the frequency neural therapy that saved my mom's life? I don't think I even told you about it. It's on prescribinglife.com. You guys, my mother was on three opioids a day because she was in so much pain from a back injury. So many people are in pain. And I just, this was there are only two of them in America. And I found out just, just prayer. I, all, I, all I know is I asked my battalion to pray and we have, we see miracle after miracle on our channel. And so I'm like, the, you know, the Lord directed me to her. I said, mom, let's just give it a try. It was a miracle that we even got in, but it's a, that's another story anyway. So we get over there and it's, it's lidocaine. Like you get when you go to the dentist or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they put tiny subcutaneous injections of lidocaine into the nerve tissue. It actually repairs it. the nerves and it resets the frequency. Mm. It, it, it makes the nerves where they are sending the right signals. And so that's basically what you're doing is you're resetting this frequency. When, when people truly hug from the heart to heart, then they're resetting this frequency. It's no longer what the enemy tried to destroy and take away from us. They're trying to take away our uh, rainbow. They're trying to take away all this. Mm-hmm. But we're saying we're going to have hugs. We're going to have true brotherly love and affection for each other and you can't steal it we're, we're over all that they've stolen we're taking it all back yeah amen and i want everybody know, here to go check out prescribinglife.com because i'm telling you i said no late this one lady had uh bell's palsy she couldn't even feel her face for four years and wow. so she had this dream and she felt her face finally for the first time in four years another girl with uh uh Guillaume Barre, I think is the name of it, where she had had a flu shot and she had like legs that were like, uh, like tree trunks. She could, I mean, she was so exhausted right. all the time. She, her son, she had adopted, she, and, and right after that, he, she got sick. He'd never even seen her well. She had like three treatments and she's got her life back. It's like Jesus time where people are throwing away the, the wheelchairs. So yeah, I have these mats. They have um, the uh, copper coils. But they are frequency. It's infrared. goes by your sophleggio scale or your circadian clock, which is natural. And I've watched people pass kidney stones. I've watched people with bulging discs have no pain in the morning and afternoon. You know, it's crazy because... This is what's coming. This is the health that's coming. It says in the Bible that we'll live as long as trees. We're going to get our health back. The Lord is revealing to you, to everyone, you know, what are true cures that will really give us our health back. And, and we're going to have long, long lives once oh, we yeah. get we're these long lives. We're going to be healthier. We're going to have more peace than we've ever had. Mm-hmm. And that's what people have never said. Now, is it going to get ugly before that? Absolutely. Here, 
you don't have a testimonial without a test. Right. You, you know, I, I was sitting here and I was uh, in one of my discussions and I was telling somebody, I said, you know why people don't have breakthroughs? Because they can't make it through the breakdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You in, in order. So if you think about everything in life, if you don't get through the breakdown, every single thing in your life, you're always going to have a breakdown before you become a champion. Look at Jesus Christ. He, he, he died. He got, he got persecuted. He got whipped. He got nailed on a cross. He hung on a cross, right? That was his breakdown. He said, Father, why? Right? And guess what happened? He went down the bowels of hell, right? To save us from our sins, right? Amen. And then what happened? He rose. Amen. Like Phoenix Rising. Right. And now he's a champion. Right. And I had had to have that breakdown. Right. And I had someone in my life who had had kind of disconnected from me. They're get, you know, the enemies tried to to tear our relationships down. And if my heart was not close to this person, my heart was open, but it was like the, you know, whatever the the stories in the Bible that we know of like this. Anyway, so this person had that breakdown moment and said, I need, I need, you know, basically to, you know, repent's kind of, kind of a churchy word, but just that breakdown, like you're talking about where you say, I'm done fighting. I'm done holding anger. I'm done doing that. And of course the arms are open wide and now it's immediately we're restored to each other. And this is what can happen. I know it's hard for you guys to imagine that that can happen, but it really can. And for you and me, we just can't hold that anger. So when that breakdown happens, that we're ready to receive that person back and and have this restoration. And you can't let that, that hate energy in you, it will kill you. You cannot release that this very moment. That is not what you know. Our, you know, he says, "Love your enemies, do that's good right. to those who who hate you, bless those who curse you." Right. That's right. That's that's what you know. And then you that healing is in you, and you're ready for that moment. And it's and it just you know, don't take it personally if someone's treated you bad. It's not about you personally. Just like with Jesus, it was not about him personally. They you know, or how they're treating President Trump or Bannon or Navarro or all this. They're having this really a worldwide breakdown where everybody's realizing what is going on. Why are they trying to destroy these people? And I think that this is going to boomerang on them big time. The ones that the ones in the Bible that get look, I, I was I know people look at me now and they're like, wait a second, you were a model, you were chipping ill dancer. Tell everybody, tell I want to hear your story about how the Lord saved you. So listen, God doesn't make garbage. Amen. I'm I I'm 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 a product of it right now. Amen. I'm a product of God, right? So Amen. I was a model. Well, first I was a nerd my whole entire life. I I believe it or not, I I've had I've seen the inside of more lockers than you would imagine, not locker rooms, lockers. <laughs> I've had more wedgies than you could imagine. I had gotten beaten up like you would not imagine. And actually I got beat up because of my last name. And my last name is Steinbrunn and it means brownstone. And my ancestors were Masons. And my father actually was a professional drummer. He played with Johnny Cash and, Eddie Rabin and Johnny Paycheck. So growing up, I really didn't have a father because my father was always on the road. But I would always get beat up because of my last name. They called me Steinbaum, Steinbaum, Steinberger, right? And so I was like, okay. And I never liked my last name. And so 
when I modeled and I became a, a Chippendale in New York, they said, well, Chris, we can't say Chris Steinbrenner over the mic. It just, it doesn't go. You have to have a stage name. And I said, okay, well, fine. How about um, Chris? I think I said it was a uh, Chris Damien. See, I, I immediately went to that, right? Like, of the, I was like, Chris, they're like, no, no, that's too religious. And then I said, so I'm Chris Sebastian. They said, nope, that's like Steinbrunn. They said, you know who do you look like? And I said, oh boy, here we go. And they said, John Eric's Hexel. And I was like, oh, now if you don't know who he is, he was in Making of a Male Model with Joan Collins. Okay. And he had curly, blondish hair. Uh, he ended up shooting himself. This is true, cleaning out his gun. He killed himself accidentally. And so I was like, okay, I could see that. So you want me to call myself Hex or Hexum? And they said, Eric, E-R-I-K, because that was his middle name, E-R-I-K. Okay. And I go, oh, okay. that's boring. That's, that's what I said. I'm like, that's boring. Like Chris Eric. I said, how about Chris Eric's? And let's spell it E-R-Y-X. And they were like, wow. Okay. We like that. Never heard of it. And Easy. so- yeah. Easy peasy, it flowed. Nobody's ever heard of that in the 90s. And so I went through my life being on all the, I was on all the talk shows, Maury and Rolanda and Charles Perez and you name it, even the magazine. I was I was on them all, talk soup even at night. And then I had a reality TV show um, on HGTV with my construction company. And so I always had that name Chris Eric's because it just made sense. It was my stage name. And so what happened is in DC on December 11, 12, 13, my birthday of 2020, I had two different women come up to me and prophesize over me about my last name and who I was. And what they said is, Chris, your last name do you know what it means? And I told him it's not my birth name. They said, we don't care. And I said, okay. They said, you are, your last name is a light heat guided missile that could take out a tank. And I was like, yeah, right. And I looked it up and we have military. It's called, if you look it up, you could show them. It's called an Eric's system. E-R-Y-X. No way. I kid you not. Look it up. <laughs> And they have them on their shoulders and they can run around. No way. They yeah, they get in. Boom, they, they see the, the tank. Boom. Boom. It takes a tank out. She goes, that's your personality. I go, oh, that is my personality. She goes, but you're an ambassador for, you're a warrior for Christ. Amen. And anybody that goes against the doctrine, the word of God, you slam that hammer down. And I said, I do. I don't even know how to do it nice. I, I, I was being honest. And she goes, because you're not supposed to. You are supposed to offend people. You are not here for feelings. You are here to break boundaries. I was like, what? Awesome. And awesome. she's like, yeah, break walls down, break boundaries. She said, you were an outcast. You were a misfit. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. There was a poster on my wall uh, in fifth grade or they sixth grade. That. And it was a penguin. It was penguins. And the penguin in the middle was fully colored. And all the penguins around them were black and white. 
Right. That's a color of a penguin. And it said on there, I stand out. I don't want to be like anybody else. And I had that. And my whole entire life, I try to fit in. I try to fit in. I wanted to fit in. I wanted to fit in with this club. I wanted to fit in with them. I want. I couldn't. I, nobody would be like, come on, Chris, you're in our club. No, I'm just, I am meant to be a lone wolf. I am meant to just be by myself, right? And to do God's work. That's what I truly believe. Well, you know, and, and that, that brings up something that Bannon just said about um, Alex Jones the other day when he had Alex Jones on the show. He said he's the he's like the I don't even know what he called it. But in, in the army, they have a, a group that goes in first and they're hacking and slicing mm-hmm. through the four, you know, to, to prepare the way for the rest. And that may be a similar thing that you're that you're called to do is to is, is in, in yes, from the deep state, but really in the deep church to really for Christ to get some of this torn down this all this superstructure of of lies torn down that's I what i feel like my church. job is to do also because i've been out here literally thank god for my battalion because you know we're just grassroots regular moms and dads and you know trying to get to get the truth mm-hmm. out but we've been we've been pushed down and all this from all, every side but we're 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 hacking and slicing we're going to get this truth out it's i think we've sold like a hundred thousand books they're just on there for 2.99 so they're it's not like we're trying to make money just trying to get this truth out so That's people it. get out from under the bed and stop being living in this fear god has not given us a spirit of fear right and so no. but there it's that daily diet that they keep force feeding us on that so anyway but that yeah. that's so cool that, you that, that, that so how did you how did you at what point did you turn to Christ? I mean, you were a Chippendale, mm-hmm. right? I'm My friend was thinking so... that was a chipmunk. I'm like, no, he was not a chipmunk. He was, he was a dancer. <laughs> I, I was a professional dancer. I had three years of jazz, two years of ballet. I still dance to yeah, this day. Clearly. Uh, I dance for the Lord. Yeah, I, I do. Um, and uh, it was funny. You know I the story on... of David dancing before the Ark of the Lord, right? Yes, yes, yeah, uh-huh. And I also note, like, you know, his slack jaw moment, right? David and Goliath, right? That was a slack jaw moment, right? Where God was like, look, you're going to defeat the giant in front of your peers, the ones that love you and the ones that are against you. And the reason being is because I want them to see the power of Christ. He could have beat him up in an alleyway. Why did he have to make it so public? Because so they could see the power of Christ. But yeah, so I became a Chippendale, um, then became an entrepreneur after that. Chippendales broke up. I didn't know what to do. So I started my own dance review in Philadelphia. And then I started my own pizza place. I've had so many uh, companies. And then after that, I was like, okay, I had a child. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to be a father. And um, I'm going to hang up the G-string. So I hung up the G-string, became a father. <laughs> and and literally, I had a godfather. And he was a Marine. And I loved him to death. And I got a call one day that um, this might be the last time to see him. Oh. So I, I went up to New Jersey. And um, my dad was with me. He said, go in, just you know, spend time with him. And thought that was kind of odd that my own father would tell me to go spend time with him and he's not even spending time in any way. So I spent time with him and I knew when I left there that I was never going to see him again. 
And I was so grief stricken and so torn and, and crushed inside um, oof, um, that I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. And so, but I knew this guy was such, he was so close to me, closer than just my godfather. And so we can talk about that off the air someday. And so I was like, okay. So I remember my ex-girlfriend telling me about this Christian church, Victory in Cranberry. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go there. I'm, I'm just going to go there. And so I went there and I opened up the doors to the sanctuary and there were two monitors and it was the Godfather's logo. Okay. And I looked at it. It's one of my favorite movies, me being Italian from there. And I looked at it and I was like, I'm supposed to be here. But then I sat all the way back in like the last row because I was scared because I was like, Growing I'm telling up, you, church Catholic. can be very daunting. Church can be very daunting. And, and even, I mean, I've been in every church under the sun. And I, I remember I was going to a new church and I felt this weird vibe. I'm like, why am I, why am I being all nervous and stuff? But it is. So don't feel bad if you guys feel weird I, sometimes walking into a church. I grew up Roman Catholic. I went to Catholic school. I was a Catholic altar boy. Thank God I wasn't good looking. We'll keep it there. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> so. Me walking into this, you know, Christian church was so different. There were no pews, you, you know what I mean? And and I'm like, oh my gosh, where am I? And right. then the pastor gets up and he starts doing an impression of the Godfather. And I'm oh. not going to do it because I always sound like Rocky when I do it and everybody <laughs>, laughs. It's okay. so bad. Like, I Right. So, so I was like, where, where am I here? Right. I really thought like I was in fantasy land, but I remember him talking about the offer you can't refuse was eternal salvation. And ah. at the very end, when he talked about your sinner, what I love about my pastor is that he'll tell you to your face, you're a sinner. The only way you're going to heaven is through Jesus Christ, through his name. That is it. You might think that you got it figured out and there's another way, but there isn't. There's only one way. And he tells you that. And so when he did the salvation prayer, my hand just went up and I was with my son and my hand just went up and I peeked out of my eye and my son's hand went up. And I just started having this warmth over me and just started crying uncontrollably. And nobody taught me, like, I wish I would have had like a big brother in Christ or a sister that could teach me like what to do next. That's the biggest thing, Melissa, is, is not getting saved. People will get saved, right. but they don't know... It's them getting saved. They're like, okay, now I'm going to heaven. No, 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 no. <laughs> you still have to act and be a witness and be an ambassador and know the doctrine. And work you know, it somebody out. Would have said work it out. Me, yeah. On yeah somebody said, Chris, you know, pick up a proverb a day and read it in the Bible. That's what right. I tell everybody. I tell every musician, right. Right. read right. a proverb a day because it, it, it 
correlates with our life. You want to know about money? It's in Proverbs. You want to know about love? It's in Proverbs. You want to know right. about business? It's in Proverbs. Everything's in Proverbs, but nobody said that to me. So I had one foot in a gutter and one foot in a Bible. Yeah. That's Billy Falcon saying. So I'm, I, but yeah. I love that. And so I was going, and when you're, when you're a baby Christian, that's when the devil is after you the most. Because yeah. he's like, oh, Trying man, draw you I back. lost that soul. Get you back. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I uh, I uh, got betrayed by my son and a former girlfriend. It was really bad in business. And I was opening up this antique business. And she was supposed to be with me. And I found out she was doing the same antique business I was doing with another woman down the road. And um, so I felt so betrayed and my son betrayed me. And I went out with a pastor's son that night thinking, okay, I'm good. But I had him in for three days. I locked myself in the house. I didn't plant myself in the Bible, right? I, was, I had anxiety. I was depressed. And I went out that night and I went to a, a club bar and the owners noticed me from the softball team and said, hey, come on over. And was pouring drinks down my throat. And I had girls pouring drinks down my throat. And it was cool because I wasn't driving, right? I was like, okay, this is cool. But subconsciously, I didn't want to live anymore. Subconsciously, I was killing myself. And I didn't know it. And I ended up, you know, when you talk about God was there, I lived um, right on like a river in uh, Sewickley. People know Sewickley, they know. Very um, uh, nice town. But their doors, it was a Victorian home, and their doors are solid wood. He tried to bust the door down. He couldn't. If he would have bust that door down and left me, I've been dead. So he took me to the hospital. And the because you, because you took too much, you drank too much I had alcohol. alcohol. I had alcohol poisoning. I had so much alcohol poison. I was soaking wet when he got me to the hospital. And the nurse, I was in a wheelchair. I couldn't walk. She grabbed my hair. I had really, like I had a bob, I had real long hair. And she was like, nobody dies on my watch. And I, at that time, I was like 33, 34. And I remember her saying that to me. And then wow. the next thing I remember was in a bed. And the doctor said to Brandon, I'll never forget it. Hey, do you know his next of kin? His organs are starting to um, shut down. Yeah, and he had to get, they had to put a catheter in me, and so I flatlined. Wow! <laughs> and and so all I remember is I woke up and my ex girlfriend was screaming at me in the room, and I just had to go to the bathroom. Forgot that I was wired to a catheter. Ouch. Um, And that is truly where I really was like, okay, I want to give my life to the Lord. I want to be a Christian. But more, I I felt that I was a Christian. I just wasn't leading that life. Yeah, yeah. Let's Um, get real. And so, yeah, and I wanted to be real. I wanted to to be a witness, right? And so I learned how to be a witness. And let me tell you, I made so many mistakes. I sinned so much. I messed up so I messed up so bad. I hurt so many people mm-hmm. along the way of, of, of doing his work. And mm-hmm. you know, you don't even realize it um, until one day, about four years ago, I'm in the same church as Victory in a song um, 
child of God. I know who I am. I'm a child of God. And I've heard that song over and over, but it hit me because when I heard child of God, as I had my hands up praising and worshiping, I was like, oh my gosh, he's my dude. He's the only one who's never turned his back on me. He's never swung at me. He's never called me a name. He never pushed me aside. When I didn't want to even be with him, he, he went after me. Amen. He chased me. Amen. And I was like, I, I was at that moment, Melissa, that I realized, and I was a Christian 13, 14 years. Right. And I'm going to tell you, and you're not going to believe it, and you're going to have a shock and awe moment right here. Do you know why I had that moment? Why? Then? Because I gave up resentment. I gave up not forgiving other people. You just Amen. talked about Amen. it. I couldn't, I couldn't forgive the people that right. had done me wrong. Right. And what I realized was and, the oh, man, that it, I let it it's go. A, it's a cage. You were in a cage. The Lord set you free. The whatever and I tell people this free. on my channel all the time that whatever it is whatever that thing is I've been in ministry you know mission work for a long time I'm like I don't know what that might be that one thing the enemy doesn't need to get you locked down with 10 things just that one thing and you know between you and the Lord you know what that is if there's something that's holding you back from that 100% free full walk with the with the Lord and and what I, whatever that one thing is it really doesn't matter the enemy doesn't doesn't care, and Jesus is not mad about it. It's just it's not worth it. It's not worth and it. There's for no your, levels. For your there's level, no for your levels. Relationship with Christ. Yeah, there's no levels of degree. Like you know, I had a buddy, and I told him, I know why you're not saved. It's because of pornography. Well, I only do a little of it. Well, you do a little of it. Look, if I made a brownie and I only put a little bit of dog poop in it, how would you feel? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, so when right. you, when you say, a, yeah, right. like you say a little bit, right. like they, they try to make it's it, it, whether it's pornography, whether it's whatever is gambling, whether like me, I could, I hated people that said, yeah, if you did me wrong, I'd go after you. Right. I try to hurt you. Right. A vendetta. And I was like, you know what? I'm not doing it no more. I love everybody. I'm going to pray for my people. I'm going to pray for the sinners. The minute that happened, you got free. I I could, if I could take that and put it in a bottle, right? That, that minute that I felt that, that love, I felt un, I felt something that I wanted my whole entire life. I just wanted to feel love. I just, I just wanted to feel like, yeah. No matter who I was, no matter what I did, no matter what bad thing I've ever done, right. that I was loved. Amen. And and that and one free minute, and that freedom, that just that that unfettered joy, that unfettered access, and that yeah, you know, just that peace. That, that peace. That, 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 that it, love. And nothing in the world is worth losing that. You know, no, and, and, and no, they talk about the fear of the Lord. And I really think of it as more of the fear of losing that the fear, of, fear losing of losing that of, of losing, you know, that relationship, that close relationship with the Lord, you know, and, and then what's so then once you have that and you realize that's that is the most important thing I cannot let I, I can I can mm -hmm. turn loose of everything else. 
but not that. And that's where, you know, we'll speak the truth about whatever the Lord has put into our hearts. We're just going to speak it and we're just going to follow him. And, and, and if somebody likes it, great. If they don't like it, that's fine too. And so then, you know, if, I guess it, the the point is it. I'm not upset if you know if the, if they don't like me or they just uh, don't whatever. If they talk bad about me or <laughs> delete me off of YouTube, I'm like yeah. I just have to do what the Lord's called me to do. It's yeah, just, it's, look, it's well, as simple as that. You and I talk. I said you don't. You're a friend, and you now have a big brother. Yeah, baby Trump. Because you were talking about your picture, I was like, if somebody has a problem with you, they have a problem with me. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's and but that's who I am because I know what that feels like. And that feeling I had that day, Melissa, I just want to give that every single person that I come right. in touch with. Want that to I try, yeah, I try so hard to get that in that 30 seconds or whatever from me to them. Amen. And maybe Amen. right there it's not gonna happen at that right. moment down the road. Right. Well, and so what I do, you know, what we do on the Freedom Force Battalion is I'm constantly in the word and just uh, you know, reading giant swaths of it. I mean, like this, the second book, the one I just wrote is, is the, is a decode of the minor prophets. Who even talks about the minor prophets, right? But Nobody. they were telling us what we're experiencing in this day. And so bottom line is every day, every one of my videos, we always crack open the word and no matter what we're talking about, it could be the the, the raid on Mar-a-Lago, whatever it is, we're crack, we're saying, okay, according to the word, this is this is what we're where we are, and this is what's going to be happening, whatever it is. And then um, then we always pray. And so, you know, people just say they're so glad, you know, people are getting to know the Lord in his word and know just how to his, he's your best friend, you know, and that's yeah. really the the you know, that's all I've got to tell <laughs> is that he is the answer. And he is our yeah. friend and he will never leave us or forsake us. So I want to share the screen super quick. So, so your people see this. Let me see if I can get my mouse to go. Um, so this is, uh, see, when, I, when you said you were baby Trump, I thought you were. <laughs> I, was thinking this <laughs> I love it. I'm, like, no, okay, I, I'm the, the real baby Trump. All right. So then, uh, but for those of you who don't know me, um, I'm Melissa Red Tell the World. Freedomforce.live is my site. On my site, I have um, tons of videos, 700, literally 700 videos. Wow. And uh, there's the categories right there. I go into biblical astronomy, which I used to think wow. was biblical astrology and it's astrology and it's totally not the same. It is where God says, I know the stars by name and that, that that's how we know each of the constellations. And they are they have a biblical meaning. For example, Leo is the lion of the tribe of Judah. You know, right. and, and what that means, Virgo is the virgin bride of Christ. All right. of us who love him, who are on his side, we are we are represented by Virgo. So it's not about horoscopes. Anyway, so all these, uh, you can look at uh, all these here, but I've got the constellations. I've got Bible videos so people can just get to know the Bible stories. I mean, I've told them for four years, you know, to kids. So I know them inside and out. So that's a kind of a benefit for me that I've had so many years under my belt of coming to know the, the Lord and his word. Anyway, so this is the book that I decoded when I first woke up and I, you know, 17, Q started saying, you know, how this is biblical and about how we're going to have beautiful, bright days. I'm like, wait, but I thought, you know, we're escaping. I thought we're, you know, all that. And it had, I had to just have a complete reversal of, of my thought process. And I began to realize, you know, they lied to us on so many things and they'd lied to us about end times. So basically it's the end times for them. And a thousand years of peace for us. That's what is happening. And that's that's clearly not what they wanted us to think. They thought it was, you know, the, our family member. What 
what the Christian church, for those of you who are Catholic, you probably didn't get the heap and helping of this like that we did in the in the Protestant church. But basically, they've been telling us for years that you better hurry and tell your family members because you they don't want to be left behind. We are going to be right. left behind and they're going to burn the up in a big giant fireball yep. and all of that. And it's I mean, that is I mean, that is like, how could the Lord the Lord is not going to do that. The Lord is not going to do that. I mean, that just, it makes me angry, you know, because that people would say that anyway, but this is my channel and this is my, um, um, my audio books are here. So you can, sometimes it's just easier to listen to me, read it, than read it yourself. And then also here's all my social media right here. For those of you who are new, this is, oh, I have wonderful people who help me to get all the social media, whatever's coming on, uh, coming out. I just post it and they help me to, to post it everywhere else. Plus the videos. Now, the thing I wanted, uh, make sure you guys don't forget, like share and subscribe this so we can keep this message going, this positive message going. Um, but this is how, Chris and I got to know each other and just don't even know how we miss each other, but I'm so glad the Lord in his perfect time brought us together. Um, our mutual friend, Cynthia, um, connected with you and she said, you've got to get with Melissa Red Pill the world. And so that is, she gave me your number. And so uh, that's how we got to be friends, but he's having this wonderful event. You guys it's called reckoning fest dot com reckoning fest.com you've got to go i hope you guys will all go there it's going to be near dallas in this place called mesquite a suburb of dallas and so look at all the folks who are going to be there not only chris and me but also pastor greg Locke and and nino rodriguez mel k i mean all these amazing patriots are going to be there um and 107 billy falcon's going to be doing the music of course mike lindell mike adams i mean uh, mikovitz just all these wonderful wonderful patriots who are in the fight every day. And I really do appreciate you inviting me to, to share this positive message. I just, I feel like this message that I have is overarching, um, you know, whatever we're talking about, whether it's about election fraud or about, a, about the big pharma or whatever is to know what is happening in this day. And so that's what I wanted to basically say. And he also has this site, you guys flex the truth.com. Okay. To get to know Chris a little bit more about what he's doing. So this is the site freedomforce.live. And then again, like I said, this is the book, but this is the sign I literally saw in the heavens. Okay. So my history was with you know, working with the youth in our town, we live in a really poor town and a lot of people have just come across the border. Some of them, you know, 15 in a, in a trailer, really, you know, struggling. Some of them, their families have, have broken down, you know, because maybe like I know one family their one of their sisters was lost at the border and they never saw her again. Uh -huh. And just the thought of that, you know, and the mother just completely went crazy, you know? So, you know, this is the kind of thing I'm trying to help pick the, up the pieces for these, these family members who are struggling so bad. But um, anyway, so when the kids would come over to the house, we'd have, you know, pizza and we'd have a chance to get together and talk about, you know, walking with the Lord. And um, they loved talking about the stars. So I was able to identify the Bethlehem star and they love that. There's a pro program everyone can download. It's called Stellarium, like stellar Stellarium. And you can actually learn what each of this, uh, each of the constellations and then it'll help you to identify them. And what most people don't realize is that the wandering stars, what historically they've called wandering stars, like Jupiter and Mercury, what we call planets. They've always called them wandering stars. They do loops. Have you ever heard of that, Chris? They do loops no, in the heavens. Literally, no. they do a loop. They do a loop. And so Jupiter's name is the is the Bible name is Melchizedek. I don't know if you've ever heard of Melchizedek, but Melchizedek no. is the biblical name for the the eternal king and priest. It's a, in other words, it's Christ. It's the Jupiter is the Christ star. 
Okay. And so it's, this is what's so cool about this sign. This sign is actually in revelation chapter 12, one and two. And I didn't ever know what, what this meant. And if you don't, not you, but if, if someone does not understand the, the constellations and understand their biblical meanings, like the Lord says, I know the stars by name. And there's a name for each one of the stars that helps us to know, okay, that right there is Virgo. That right there is Leo. If you don't know that, you'll never be able to decode Revelation. Okay. Revelation is, is not something you can just pick up and not have any Bible history, understanding the history of the, you know, the Old Testament and all that. It, you have to really have a, a pretty extensive knowledge of the word. So then you are able to see, uh, see the symbolism. Okay. Right. And then this, right. these stars, and that's why they tried to get us to not follow the stars. Remember on the board, it even says they thought you'd follow the stars. I think it's not just talking about the Hollywood stars. It's talking about these stars in the heavens. They thought you would follow them. We haven't, okay, by and large, especially in the church. Anyway, so this, it says there appeared a great wonder in heaven. That right there tells you this is a this is a constellation. We should be looking at the constellations. And I never did because I was the good Baptist girl. Anyway, uh, a woman clothed with the sun. Well, there's only one woman in the 12 major constellations okay you've got leo and orion mm-hmm. and you know all the different ones but virgo is the only woman so that tells you right there it's the woman uh, is virgo and there was the moon the sun is on her shoulders there she's clothed with the sun and the moon is under her feet and she has 12 stars on her head now jupiter i'm sorry leo is always on her head, you know, like the crown of rejoicing. The Lord Jesus is our crown of rejoicing. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah, Mm. but it doesn't make a complete crown until this particular day on September 12th, 2000, um, I'm sorry, September 23rd, 2017 from Revelation chapter 12. So you see here, Venus, Mars, and Mercury came into exact alignment and they made these 12 stars that that created the crown of rejoicing for Virgo. This is actually, if, if you remember Nefertiti's crown, this exactly looks like, remember right. she had that big tall crown, yeah. you know, with the, with, the, yeah. with the snake, whatever. This is that crown and it's the crown of rejoicing because it's the day when we're going to be delivered from our enemies. And I'll show you why I know that's true. Anyway, and upon her head, a crown of 12 stars and she was being with child, cried, travailing in birth, pain to be delivered. So what happened was here's, this is a picture right here of Jupiter or Melchizedek go entering into her womb. It, I literally saw this in the heavens with my own eyes because the Lord had me, woke me up in time for me to, be able to recognize this and, and watch it. And uh, they were saying that this sign was going to happen. And I was out there in my yard saying, Lord, please help me to understand what does this mean? And he says, you know, if you ask, you'll receive. You knock and you keep on knocking. The door will be answered to you. I just kept asking and asking, Lord, I don't care what the truth is. I have, I don't care. I don't care if the whole world laughs at me. I don't care if they they push me down and say that I want to hear what I have to say. I just want to know what is this truth? Because the, uh, this is this is something you clearly put for us. Right. And I'm yeah. not interested in doing, you know, just buying the canned baloney that is taught, you know, that's force fed to us unfortunately, by the Soros-controlled seminaries. Anyway, so it entered her womb, and it literally was there for 42 weeks. I could, I've got videos where I show that it does a loop literally in her in her womb, Whoa. as if it's travailing in labor to be delivered. Right. 
The whole world, remember it says in Romans chapter eight, it says that the whole earth is in groaning and travailing and birth pains, even together until now, because, you know, first of all, because we want Christ formed in us, right? But also because we're entering this, they were birthing this baby, this earth, this, this, we're this millennial kingdom, we're birthing the kingdom. He says, through much suffering, we enter the kingdom. And so that's what we're all experiencing, this labor pains right now. So this sign happened in the heavens on this uh, September 23rd, 2017. And, okay, so then I'm like, okay, what? but what does this mean? And I literally thought, okay, I'm just being honest, on September 23rd, 2017, I thought that was the day that we were going to be raptured out. Mm, I believe. Okay. And I remember being in my house. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And we didn't go. And I'm like, okay, Lord, now I realize I've been misled. I've been misled. And so I don't, you know, I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to need you to, I need to sit down and I need you to tell me, I need you to decode this for me, download this to me. So I'll understand what is the truth. Okay. So, so that's what, that's when it really started. And I've said, the Lord had me read revelation three times, write down every verse, verse by verse, putting it in my own words. That's exactly what I did. And then I mentioned this to you the other day, I read it from the back. And I realized they left out Gog and Magog. They didn't want us to understand right. what Gog and Magog was, is the time when we get our new bodies, that the whole, that everybody becomes incorruptible and death is no more. So what happens is we're in Armageddon right now. This is the final battle between good and evil. And this basically, this sign right here was the kickoff to that. Okay. And I go into this in the book and it's on Amazon, like I said, end times in a thousand years of peace. And I go also into like the 666 and all that. If you remember the hurricanes, you know, they have the little symbol of the six, the six, that is the symbol that they're using to say, this is what we're using to destroy humanity. Okay. And so that's, you know, even even the weather's been manipulated. I don't know if you if you've ever heard that, but that's yeah. the truth. Oh yeah, hard. Yeah, okay, yeah. you know all about mm-hmm. it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So this is the verse that go coincides with why I call that this sign right here, the sign of the Son of Man. Our Lord Jesus, when he was talking to his disciples on that Mount of Olives, he said that the sign then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and three things are going to happen. Okay, you ready? The the all the tribes of the earth will mourn. We've had that. Right. They will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Now, I thought that meant puffy white condensation clouds, but that's not what it means. It's it, it clouds of heaven is a is a literary term of coming in you know power. Okay into power. And the third thing is he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. And that's what's happened. You, uh, you woke up and you began to join the fight. I did. You, you said you started following Q the very first day. So did I. So many of us, the Lord, we just heard this. I didn't hear a trumpet, right? But, but we heard something in our heart that, Hey, we're, we got to get in here and fight. And, and people have been have joined together all over the world. And, and so that's really what it's talking about here. The Lord said that he would the angels would come and wake us up. And they have actually when you go into Revelation, I, I decode this in the book, the um, actually this one right here and times uh, and a thousand years of peace. The angels, when they say a third of this is destroyed and a third of that is destroyed, they're not the destroyers. They're exposing who has been destroying. Right. And it's the 33s, it's the one third, the 33s who've been doing it, right? So it makes perfectly good sense. And the 66 is the 
is is their battle cry to destroy us. Anyway, so there was that. And then I, I actually wrote this other book because I began to look at Haggai and Malachi and Micah and who does that? Nobody. You know, why would I even begin to think about writing a book about the minor prophets? I mean, nobody even cares. But look at what they say. When What would you say when the Lord takes your the allies you have cultivated and appoints them as your rulers? Pangs of anguish will grip you like those of a woman in labor. That's what's mm. happening to the FBI right now. They realize that come November, we're going mm. to be over them and we're going to be, uh, you know, destroying them, blasting the FBI into a thousand pieces. And so they are in pangs of anguish, like a woman in labor. It says this 18 times in the old Testament. It brings out the pangs of labor, like the woman in labor. And it's here's like anguish, like that of a woman in labor, like right here, anguish, like a woman in labor, anguish, like a woman. in. Mm. Why do you stand there? Ashen faced hands pressed against their sides. Oh, let me back this up. This is so funny. Can you imagine in your life, Chris, that they would ever talk about men, being able to be pregnant. That's the stupidest thing ever. It's just stupid. Even in Congress, they brought this up. So look at this verse in Jeremiah 30, verse six. Now, let me ask you a question. Do men give birth to babies? Then why do you stand there ashen faced, hands pressed against their sides like a woman in labor? Go figure. God even told us they're going to actually act like what men can give birth to babies. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that, and I, I saw that the Lord directed me to this. I'm like, didn't I see woman in labor on another passage? And I didn't see that already. And I did a search on it and I'm like, it's all over the place because this is the woman in labor. This is the woman in labor right here. The sign of the son of man that the Lord Jesus told us about is, is the called the woman in labor in the old Testament. And so, yeah. And then there's one other thing. This is so beautiful because this is our Lord Jesus saving us right now. He says, yes, I've long been silent. I have restrained myself. But now, like a woman in labor, I will cry and groan and pant. He's setting us free right now. He's we're in. He's in labor. We're all in labor. We're laboring together with him. Isn't that funny? We use that word, that term. Yep. Yep. So this, yeah, this is just a, a little sampling of kind of what I I have decoded from Revelation, and I'm convinced that I'm. You know, I know that this is the truth about Revelation, and we're not leaving. We're going to destroy them. We're going to to. to you know, cast them out and that's going to be the end of it. So uh, before I I turn off the screen sharing, I want you guys to make sure go to reckoningfest.com, reckoningfest.com. I hope, 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 hope you guys can all join with us there. I can't even wait to see all of our patriots there. So you just go to here, get get tickets now at reckoningfest.com. Okay. And then tell them to use Melissa, all capital letters. Thank you. And they'll get 10% off their tickets for all yes. your listeners. I'm so glad. I already so, tell yes. them. Thank you for saying Melissa, that. M-E-L-I-S-S-A, Melissa, um, capital letters. And man, I- I'm telling you what, I would just come just for the price of admission. Um, me, I got to be VIP. That's just who I am. I just like nice things. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, even general admission at a hundred dollars and, you know, 10% off is $90 for $90, $90. You're going to see all these people. I mean, Billy Falcon alone, just to get a ticket. I mean, to watch him perform is unbelievable. 
you know, like yourself and, you know, Mel K and Nino and Juan Osam. And you, we've got people gracing the stage that don't grace the stage. Um, <laughs> and, you know, just so blessed by God, you know, to put all these people in one room, Gene Ho, another one, you know, right now the editor you, of George I, Magazine. I, I didn't read them all, but it's all just a star-studded cast. So the other thing is that we um, at uh, we were at an event in Brad Barton's event in Kentucky, and it was so much fun that we all joined together in this big circle, a prayer circle. All everyone who wanted to join with us, as far as the Freedom Force Battalion, we just said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna meet over here and just getting a chance to do the hug, you know, and and getting to to actually." because we've been together for so long, you know, we, we read each other's comments, but actually being face to face and heart to heart is so yeah, great. And, so and listen, just that alone, just for you to experience that, the, the chemistry, I believe the, the spirituality, the faith that's going to be in that room, you probably won't even have to drive home. You'll <laughs> probably just float out of there because I mean, that is, I, if I had a choice and is it Chris, you know, what, what would you want for this event? I would want that there is a feeling of God's presence in that room from the minute that people walk into that room to the minute that they leave to the point where they're like, I don't want to leave. And right. why don't you want to leave? Because right. I feel the presence of God Amen. around here and I don't want to leave. And, you know, you don't find that everywhere. I've done so many events. I mean, I felt it at the Tulsa event and I never felt it after that. Yeah. And there was just and something that, just in that, that freedom. Tulsa event. I, I felt that yeah. from you when, as you know, we've gotten to be friends. It's just this, this freedom and it's where the spirit of the Lord is. There's freedom, right? So hundred percent. Amen. Would you pray for us before you go? Yes, absolutely. Uh, thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for um, my sisterhood with Melissa Redpill and her listeners and the people that surround her. Thank you for blessing me. I'm so humbled to now um, have them a part of my life. Thank you so much for just bringing us together and to do your work, your will, your way, using your words, most importantly. And I ask that just put a hedge of protection around, you know, not just Melissa, but her loved ones, her listeners, her, even her adversaries, like even the people that are against her, put a hedge of protection around them. Let them know how loved they are by you, Lord Jesus Christ. Because once they find out that you have the unconditional love like no other, they're not going to be able to hate anybody. They're not going to be able to talk or sour anybody's name anymore. They just need to know how much you love them unconditionally. Mm. Lord, thank you so much for today and, and this podcast. But I ask that you just have an abundance, abundance of time, abundance of money, abundance of health you know, for Melissa, for her listeners. And look, there's somebody out there right now, I feel in my heart that I'm talking to. You know, there's only two types of people that make it to heaven, perfect people and safe people. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you're not perfect. <laughs> and if you're not perfect and you're not saved, you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm not into that religious crap. I'm not good, nor is Melissa and I. <laughs> but you know what I want? I want that spirit. I want, I want what Melissa has in her. I, I want that energy. I want that passion. I want what baby Trump has. Listen, what we have is just Jesus Christ in our heart. That's Amen. it. 
And if you say, well, I don't know, I don't want to get only my heart, you know, just open up your heart a little bit. Mm -hmm. Just open that door, crack, just the crack, like the chain, leave the chain on the door. Let him in, let him seep into your heart and watch, watch the wonders that he does. Mm -hmm. Does that mean you're still going to have times of difficulty and challenges? Absolutely. But that's to grow you. That's to grow you in his name. And listen, we're all sinners. I'm a sinner. Melissa is a sinner. We sin every single day. You're a sinner too. If you just say, hey, listen, I'm a, I'm a sinner. I'm so sorry I sinned. Thank you so much for just giving your only begotten son to come down and take my sins away. Thank you for granting me grace and mercy that I don't deserve. And you know what? I'm a child of God. And I'm so sorry for the sins that I committed. And I'm heaven bound now being a child of God. If you said that prayer, guess what? You're now saved. But that's not, that is not the end, right? Dive into the Bible. Get into the doctrine. Doctrine matters. You know how they say life matters? Doctrine matters. Mm -hmm. If you don't know the word of God, you're not going to have discernment. You know, Melissa and I talk about false prophets and people being the deceivers and deceived, right? You don't want to fall into that. So get into the word of God. And last but not least, I just, if there's anybody out there, anybody out there hurting right now from head to toe, I ask that you shaking it, shaking it from their body right now, head to toe and ask that you be healed through the power of Christ. Now, look, you might not be healed right now, but guess what? You'll feel better. And just Amen. thank God when you wake up in the morning, have the attitude and gratitude. Say, thank you. Thank you for letting me fight another day. Thank you for this beautiful time that I get to be chosen to be here. We are chosen to be here. And when you go to bed at night, just apologize. Just say, hey, sorry, Jesus Christ. Sorry, I sinned so much today. Please forgive me. Because every day we go and we sin. So with that being said, we ask this in your name. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Love you, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you so love much. You. It was so yeah. wonderful hanging out with you. I know my battalion is already just like, I love baby Trump. All right, guys, I will um, love you guys. And I will talk to you later.